Welcome to Boxside Chats, a podcast for the community by the community of Occoquan Bay Performance. Boxside Chats will discuss all things CrossFit, weightlifting, powerlifting, fitness, health, nutrition, and interview members of our community to share your personal stories, inspiration, and goals. Now, here are your hosts. All right, welcome to Boxside Chats, episode five. We are fortunate today to have Mr. October, the athlete of the month for October with us, Mr. Jason Evans. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. All right, so we're gonna start doing Boxside Chats with our athletes of the month. Hopefully, sometimes we'll do video. Jason's a pretty face, so we thought he'd be a a great first person to try it out with. Um, So we're gonna kick right into some questions. So Jason, tell us about yourself, family, career, what class you come to in the gym, mm-hmm. and then we'll start kicking into the good stuff. Uh, born and raised in the Bronx right now. I know you might not be able to tell this. Pushing 40-ish? Hey, like I said, pretty face. Tops 25, maybe. So about that, I uh, definitely have um, married with two beautiful children. Um, lovely wife and married going on eight years now. Have a daughter who's six years old, son who's three, Morgan Candy Sevens and, and Holden Evans. So they're pretty much my life and my driving force right now. Awesome. Um, uh, I do, I oversee operations for a, uh, a software company. So I oversee the national operations, mostly on the consulting side of things. Um, and in general, in terms of hobbies, um, you know, definitely like to get in here with uh, OBP. I mean, that's my primary job. That's the primary thing I do you know, kind of outside of work, but, you know, definitely just anything active. I I just like to be active. I like to be moving around. You know, I obviously love sports, but I'm the type of person love participating more than watching. Gotcha, gotcha. And to even, to more, I mean, props to Jason. He actually travels a lot for work. So how often do you travel for work? Uh, It it, it has its peaks and its valleys, but definitely it, it picks up at certain times of year. But about one, maybe even two weeks out of a month, I may be okay. gone from anywhere from three three days to a week, um, you know, back and forth, sometimes regional, um, when I say regional, just East Coast, but definitely getting out. Since I oversee operations um, for North America for my organization, I definitely have to, you know, meet with my counterparts over in Europe and APAC and things like that, and that's when it kind of takes me out there for more than a week and stuff like that. So, gotcha. Yeah. So you may not recognize Jason if you don't come early morning or Saturdays. He's a 5.45 a.m. guy, never misses a day when he's in town. Bright and early. He's always here bright and early. Sometimes beats me here like 30 minutes prior to class starting asleep in the car. Right. I have to wake him up for class, whatever it takes. And you may, you may recognize his daughter, Morgan. She's an OBP youth, standout athlete in the youth program. Thank you. So we're, uh, we're glad to have the whole family on board. So tell me how you found CrossFit and then OBP as well. Well, found CrossFit just by happenstance. You know, the CrossFit craze actually hit, you know, years back, right. at this, you know, at this point. So I tried it before, um, and I got into it for a little bit, but the travel was, was tough. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, you know, without going into too much detail, long story, the gym didn't work out for me, right? Gotcha. Um, the coach in the gym and the gym and the atmosphere in the gym. Right. I think that's important for those of you who may not be as familiar with CrossFit is, you know, not every gym is created equal. Not every coach is created equal. Right. Uh, yeah. Stop. OK, go on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> so it, it, it definitely made the difference. So it wasn't a good fit to begin with. Um, I guess I have to thank uh, Stacy Nielsen, one of the members here. 
Um, she's a good, you know, husband and I went to college together, so I've okay. known her for a lot of years. And, you know, I was sitting there talking to her, talking to her about the transition. She was actually at the old gym, made the transition to this gym. And she was actually, you know, telling me all the differences, right? The right. night and day differences between the two gym and how I should really try it out again. So kind of props to her for getting me to come back in and try it again. And, you know, once I got here, it, was, it just fell right into it. It felt perfect, perfect fit. Awesome. Yeah, shout out to Stacy and Kamani, mm-hmm. bringing in the referrals. We always appreciate that. So how long have you been here? You joined when we were back at the old spot, right? Yeah, back at the old spot. So in January. January, So okay. not, not quite a year yet. So um, our 10th month. Yeah, 10th month. It's been, it's been an uphill battle, right? It's been a challenge, <laughs> but it's been rewarding too. So, yeah. um, you know, just looking, just, I just feel like I'm more or less kind of getting into my stride. I wouldn't even say hitting my stride, you know, yeah. kind of just yet, you know, just, you know, building up, um, the stamina, um, building up the conditioning. Yep. So it's it's been an interesting journey, especially 5.45 in the morning when you're gripping the bar in the middle of the winter and the bar is too cold to hold. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting, but it's been well worth it. Yeah, we definitely didn't have heat in the first space at all. <laughs> have a little bit here, but uh, Jason was there every day, hoodie on, <laughs> and still going for it. But yeah, I like what you said about you're just now approaching your stride, you're getting in your stride. You know, very important. Jason has been dedicated to perfecting technique mm-hmm. before he tries to go too heavy. Obviously, right. a man such as himself wants to go heavy, wants to hit those yeah. PRs. Yeah. At our gym, sometimes hard to swallow the pride because you got ladies mm-hmm. squatting, deadlifting, heavy, yeah. heavy weights, and you want to beat them and you want to beat the fellas. Mm-hmm. But focusing on technique, which you've done, and now you're starting to PR and you're making huge progress mm-hmm. in all your lifts, and that's kind of why you're the athlete of the month because you're seeing those huge gains right now after all that dedication. Mm-hmm. So I commend you for all that. And, and thank you. One of the things that uh, resonated with me when it was one session, just like you said, I wanted to go you know, more than what the program laid out. You yeah. know, we were doing like 50 or 60% of uh, some exercise at that point. And of course I was jumping it up because you know, stereotypical macho man, I want to get there, I want to get the weight. Right. And, um, and you told me, well, didn't I, you know, doesn't the program, you approached me, said doesn't the program you know, kind of mandate that you do this and why don't you kind of lessen the weight? And the first thing I said was, listen. And you're like, no, you listen. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, let me stick with the program. Yeah. And you know, to what you said, sticking with the program, um, even if you feel, and I did feel like it was like, it feels like it's moving slower from the weight perspective, definitely not right. the conditioning perspective because I struggle with the, with the yeah. conditioning piece and the Metcons, but um, even if you feel moving slower, I've, I've realized the benefits, as you just said, that when you do go to max out, you know, at that, that one rep max, how that, you know, kind of the strategy laying out of building the muscle over time, you right. know, kind of works, right? Yep. So it's not always, you know, a thousand pounds every day, you know, right. you, you end up hurting yourself like that. Exactly. And that's, you know, people get injured in CrossFit all the time because it's always like, go heavy, go heavy, go hard. Mm-hmm. Hey, newsflash, we're not high level athletes, you know, where we have jobs, we have families. So why not be smart about we're training, setting those building blocks like you did, mm-hmm. and then you'll start to see that progress mm-hmm. after the foundation is set. So great job on there. So now we're hitting our stride. I think I saw you on a vlog talking about goals. Give us two goals you're mm-hmm. going for right now. <laughs> um, I think my first goal is kind of placing in more than the top six of the women, you know, it's kind of <laughs> throughout the category. Hey, we all have that goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, there's really strong athletes, um, and and a lot of the other classes. But um, from a from a workout perspective, I'm definitely looking to do a full um, bench press of 300 pounds. Okay. Um, Where are you at now? I'm at 
285, I believe, okay. 290, like right in there. So I feel it's going to come. I've been able to do a floor press of 300 pounds. Yep. So, but it's just obviously that when you yep. you know down that deep and, and pushing it back up. So I definitely want to do the 300 pounds on on a bench press. I think that's a that's a great milestone for me. And about 300, if not, I want to actually hit the 400 club on the deadlift. Okay. All right. I'm at 345, 350. You know, right now. So it's 50 pound jump is pretty, you know, pretty good jump. I'm trying to give myself within kind of the next six months to, to try to develop and, and hit that. Okay. But I uh, definitely have to work on those two goals. All right. So a 400 pound deadlift and a 300 pound bench. You're already there at a floor press. So you're right there. Mm-hmm. Definitely good goals, I think. I don't know if you, you guys listen to the podcast on goals, but he has them set and now he has a timeline and they're pretty exact. So that's what we're looking for when we have goals. So that's good. Tell me one accomplishment you've already made that you were very proud of. Um, changing my body composition. Okay. Uh, so when I when I got into it, I didn't necessarily care. You know, I got into I wanted to be more fit. I wanted to I wanted the image that I was looking at, kind of like in the mirror, to match right. the image that I had of myself hey, in my mind. I feel great. <laughs> yeah. Then I turn around. Right. right. It's like <laughs> let me dim the lights a bit. Squint. <laughs> um, but and so I didn't really care about from a weight perspective, right? I did, it wasn't my goal wasn't to lose weight, but right. definitely change the composition. So I think I've been able to, um, you know, noticeably change the composition at least right. for, from my perspective and you know feedback from family and friends and stuff like that. The wife, so, wife, yeah, yeah that's hey, the important one, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, with that, I think that was one kind of major accomplishment that that I'm happy about so far. Okay, awesome. And you did the OBP nutritional counseling. Absolutely. I know Matt was your uh, assigned coach, mm-hmm. and it was a struggle early on. We, you know, analyzed your food, and it was just meat, 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 mm-hmm. meat. Fat, a lot of fat, beef, fat, a lot fat, of pork, a lot yeah. of fat. Mm-hmm. So we had to kind of change that. How did that help you? And have you stuck to kind of the change or what you learned in the program? I know it was, it was tough throughout, but I have. I think it helped me because it made me realize up front uh, exactly what I was consuming. Right. Because I've always been, you know, my whole diet, my whole life has been mostly kind of low carbs. It's been mostly proteins and and vegetables. Right. right. I don't have a real complex menu that I, that I choose from. So I'm pretty simplistic. So I always thought I was eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting to monitor exactly what I was consuming, it ended up being more like, you know, 60, 69% fat, you know, kind of throughout the day, right. much less protein than I thought that I was consuming just based on the fact that I was consuming meats. Right. Um, and obviously a lot of the, the micronutrients were, you know, were missing, right? right. I, I didn't realize that, you know, you can, pretty much eat a bowl full of like spinach or something like that and not get out of it all the quantity of nutritional value that right. that you would expect eating, right. you know, kind of consuming that much. So it definitely brought a lot of awareness to me, um, for me. And I think it was actually the nutritional program was one of the things that helped me to get over the hump in terms of changing the body composition, yeah. right? It, it definitely started to help. I mean, right off the bat, you see a lot of changes, you know, kind of up front. So, I, you know, I had been here in the gym for six or seven months or more right. at that point, and um, I still saw immediate change, you know, getting a nutritional program. So today I still follow it. I'm not as diligent as I would like on actually yep. logging everything in, um, but with that, I, I had that mindset, right. right? I know what meals I was putting together before, what were the bad meals, and what were the better meals, and then if I do actually have a question about like kind of a, a, a new you know, kind of dish I want to make, you know, I would plug it in. 
right. but it's definitely top of mind now, which is which is helpful. And I do, I am logging somewhat, but I do plan on getting more consistent with it because I see the benefits in terms yeah. of energy and everything else in the gym. Yeah, that's that's big. A key takeaway is just now you're a little more conscious mm-hmm. of what you're eating, and it's not so much we don't want you to track forever, mm-hmm. but if you do track for that six, ten, twelve weeks, mm-hmm. now even though I'm not tracking, I know in my mind like, okay, this looks right. Right. These are the good things. These are the things that aren't so good that mm-hmm. are going to affect my performance, how I feel, how I sleep, mm-hmm. all those good things. So I'm glad you got that out of it. Now, to the tough question. Mm-hmm. What is your power animal and why? Power animal, I don't, you, you mentioned that that was gonna be a tough question. I don't, for me, it was, it's, a, it's a layup, right? Um, for me, it's, it's the silverback gorilla, uh-huh. right? <laughs> I mean, it's just, just the strength, right? Strength of 100 men, strength of 1,000 men. The, you know, the, it can be ferocious when it needs to, mm-hmm. um, but it's also family-oriented and extremely as much as it can be fierce it's also wise and intelligent right so i kind of in my mind i kind of want to emulate that right it's not i want to have the strength right i want to be perceived as strong i want to be strong but you know i want to lead with my mind right i'm all about intelligence one of the things that my father beat into us when we were younger is education is the one thing that they can't take from you right so education was always strong in my household and, and, and pushing for that so when it comes to kind of, you know, feeding my ego and stereotypical ego and the man that I've always wanted to be, bringing that intelligence and the strength together and having an animal that emulates that, definitely the gorilla. Silverback gorilla. I love the seriousness you took yeah. with that question. Yeah. And I love the why. That's great, man. I love that. Uh, last thing, any advice or last thoughts for new members or other people in the gym? Um, consistency. Consistency. I mean, that, that is it. Um, I haven't, again, I said I was, I was just reaching my stride now, right? I, I, I chose those words on purpose because I didn't want to imply that I was in my stride. Right. So it's, it's still difficult, right? It's still very difficult. And actually, because you continue to progress, I don't know if it ever stops really being difficult, right? Yeah. And, but the, being consistent the entire time, I've seen over time, the conditioning getting better, right. right? It used to be I do one set and it'd take about, I don't know, 30 seconds to do a set. This is what I remember. You walking <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Walking off screen for three minutes yeah, and then exactly you come back what, to the workout. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. I was just like, I couldn't breathe. Like, it was, you know, middle of winter, it wasn't humid, right? I just, you know, couldn't breathe. But, you know, coming in every day, um, being consistent with it, you know, not finding excuses, you know, the, you know, why you can't come in or why you just can't make it today or why you shouldn't come in, right? right. You know, it, it, it pays dividends, right? Yep. It pays dividends more than you can imagine. Um, so absolutely just, just be consistent on, on coming in and engaging, right? So it's well worth it. I love it. From Mr. October himself, just come to the gym and things are going to happen for you. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Jason, thanks for being on the show. Right, Congrats for again, Mr. Thanks October. For and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening to Boxside Chats, a podcast for the community by the community of Occoquan Bay Performance. We'll catch you next time.